Got a lot of questions coming in here from our community page. Let's answer them here on the Squared Circle Psycho Babble. Ralph, we started off with Moolah Gang, Moolah Gang TV with a very interesting hypothetical. If Roman Reigns were to go to AEW, how would that shift WWE? And will that make AEW a super threat? Some people felt like the addition of certain guys like Moxley and Brian Danielson and certainly CM Punk already were going to make them a super threat. Now, they're a threat to WWE, don't get me wrong, but I don't think they're certainly at the level where they can go and compete head-to-head on Monday night just yet. Their following is growing, and there's so many reasons for that. Budgets, revenues, uh, TV deals, streaming deals. I mean, AEW's just not at that point yet. Would the addition of Roman Reigns help them? Yeah, it would help. Would it make it where they were like taking the next step? It's possible. I think that them acquiring John Cena, I think would be a bigger deal just because, you know, John Cena is just a much bigger star that is beloved by kids and everything else. And I think his, his fan base would be more transitional than Roman Reigns fan base. Because I think the one thing we've noticed is with the split in wrestling right now and the tribalism that, exists one guy can go from one company to the other and it's just natural that the other comp the company that he left their fan bases a majority of them is going to be pretty pissed off and try to undermine him so it would help but i don't know if it would be make them a super threat in my opinion by calling them super threat that obviously means that you're looking for aew to possibly get rid of wwe or compete with them head to head yeah like wcw did during the monday night war AEW does not want to do that. They never intended to do that. Their plan is not to go on Monday night to compete with Raw or Friday nights to compete with SmackDown. Now, if Raw or SmackDown were to compete with them, obviously Tony Khan's like, bring it on. We got the better show and we'll beat you in the ratings, which they did for that half hour in the 18 to 49 demographic, despite SmackDown actually winning the total viewership. But we're not here to debate ratings. Super threat to me, I, I don't see that. I think it helps AEW greatly, and I think it definitely shakes up the industry greatly, but to call them a super threat, I, I think is the wrong term to use. A heavier competitor or a bigger alternative, absolutely. Super threat, I don't like that term because that means you know warfare, tribalism, one has to beat the other when they don't have to. Because the end game there is someone goes out of business and that's not what you want. When there's more options, that's better for the fans. That's better for the wrestlers. That's better for the owners. It's better for everyone. That helps AEW if they were to get Roman. Does it shift WWE? Yes, because actually he's their top guy. But then they're setting up Cody to be a top guy. Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins. Obviously, guys in NXT, you got Braun Breaker. You've got Von Wagner, plus the women's division. You have superstars like Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. And if they could ever resolve the thing with Sasha, I think they learned their mistake in the early days of the pandemic where you can't put all your eggs on the Roman basket and they have to build for when that yeah. time comes that he leaves. Definitely think it shifts WWE. I don't think it makes AEW a super threat, but a really good alternative to WWE. But speaking with Roman Reigns, we got another question here from... Shay Oganubi, if I pronounced that wrong, I apologize. But he asked, do you think Roman Reigns becoming a part-timer kind of hurts the WWE product? That can depend. 
if they have somebody who is able to step up and assume his role while he's out and it doesn't drastically hurt business and ratings and viewership and people's interest, then no, I don't think it hurts him. If anything, it might make it a little bit better because it makes him more of a special attraction like a Brock Lesnar. And I think that you know, most wrestlers, that's probably what they strive for, you know, and some of our fan base that watch this show uh, listens to Jim Cornette and some of them hate him. But one thing he commonly says is, if you won't go away, how can I miss you? And to a certain extent, he's right. Uh, right now, everything's clicking for Roman Reigns. Is there a time at, and point in which it might get stale and he'll get go away heat? Like right now, Randy Orton's hot, but there was a point in time where people didn't want to see Randy Orton because it was the same Randy Orton over and over and over. He's in a good position right now. He's having some late career success, and that's great. Somebody's got to step up. That could be Cody. That could be Walter. That could be Drew. Any one of those guys, I think, are capable of doing it and filling his shoes if he were to go away. Hell, Cena said he was going to come back, so who knows? So him being a part-timer, as long as they have somebody ready for that position, I don't think it necessarily hurts them all that much. No, I think the only way it hurts is if Roman has the Brock championship reign where he's gone for months yeah. on end yep. and hijacks the title and then just comes back whenever he wants for a major pay-per-view. That hurts the WWE product, but... If he takes off Hell in a Cell, like is being rumored and reported, and the main event is instead Seth versus Cody 3, I have no problem with that because we know Roman's going to come back for Money in the Bank, uh, SummerSlam, and Clash the Castle, and maybe he takes off another pay-per-view. Like, I think it's actually better for him to take off a pay uh, sorry, premium live event or live premium, whatever the yeah. damn term is now. It's better for him to take those off or put them in a tag match like we saw at WrestleMania Backlash because it builds guys up as opposed to always just putting Roman in the main event just for guys to lose. Actually build some guys up and then in those bigger pay-per-views, he becomes a special attraction. But as long as he's not disappearing for months on end, I don't think it hurts whatsoever. But Next question here comes from Unrealized Thoughts. Do you think long title reigns are a thing of the past due to the vast talent pool? Uh, have we been watching the same wrestling shows? Long title reigns? Uh, Roman Reigns is on what day? 600 something. Uh, AEW doesn't necessarily, ha I mean, if you're, unless you're talking about recent history with the TNT title, I think it depends on the, the level of success that the star has. If they have a, a good amount of star power, you're going to keep the title on them longer. If the fans want to see them, you're going to keep the title on them longer. If everybody's at an equal playing field, like you kind of had during the attitude era with rock Austin, Mick Foley undertaker. Well, yeah, you're going to probably bounce that title around from person to person because there's so many good stars right now. Roman Reigns is head and heels above anybody that of significance in WWE. AW, uh, there are guys that are more than just a handful of guys that are at a different level. So I don't think long title reigns are going away anytime soon. No, I don't think so either. And actually, I think they're they're like in the now and like making a resurgence because yeah, there was a time where like if someone had the title for three months, it's like oh they had it too long. They got to change the title. Now it's like AEW, a champion holds that title for at least two pay-per-views before they drop it. Roman Reigns is going on two years plus with the Universal Championship. Becky Lynch went how long with the women's title? 
there's been a lot of long reigns. It's kind of been that way in, in NXT too. I mean, you yeah. go back to Walter's title reign. I think Pete Dunn, right? Had a pretty Pete Dunn had title a long reign. title reign. Mandy Rose. Adam Cole, when he was yeah. the longest reigning NXT champion, like yep. long reigns are not a thing of the past. They are a thing of the now and probably the future because, you know, the titles are supposed to be the representatives of the company. Uh, we do have some more questions here, but I do want to thank our sponsors for this show, Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SCPB20 at manscaped.com. I mean, I use Manscaped products because they absolutely are amazing. I'll tell you what, I used to have air hair so long that I used to braid it. But now that I got the Weed Whacker, that thing is awesome. It trims them so nicely. It's got that propriety skin safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs for those delicate nose holes and ear holes. You also got the Lawnmower 4.0 for the down air area. That works too because I was using like a face razor. Not good. Because of the skin safe technology, it's waterproof. It's got the 400K LED spotlight. It's an absolute game changer for a more precise shave. It really is the best ball trimmer ever. I'm not just saying that because the script says so as well. Also part of it, you've got the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, the bag, the boxer briefs, so get 20% off and free shipping with the code SCPV20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code SCPV20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, our next question here, Ralph. We go to AEW. If CM Punk wins the title, will it grow the audience? Or will the numbers stay the same? This comes from Finbar O'Boadere. And I apologize if that was mispronounced but right now CM Punk is the face of AEW if he does not win this title I would be shocked I would honestly be shocked though I think it grows the live same day audience I think it's going to grow but not because CM Punk wins the title the NBA playoffs will be coming to an end the NHL playoffs will be coming to the end and just like last year AEW's ratings were the best they were in the summer and I think as long as that aftermath and the follow-through is good and CM Punk is presented as the top guy and continues to be that, the ratings will improve and their audience will grow with CM Punk as the AEW champion. And they could build, maybe revisit MJF, maybe bring the Jeff Hardy feud in. You know, something to bring CM Punk and not just, you know, hey, I have the belt, let me not be featured for three months before I have a yeah. feud kind of thing. Number one, I don't know if it, we talk about this. We've been talking about this. I don't know if it matters all that much anymore. Um, if he wins, I think the ratings will go up and the viewership will go up for a couple of weeks and then they'll kind of level out going into the summer. As you pointed out, if the ratings and viewership are up, that's probably a natural trend that will continue to happen. But I don't think there'll be a significant change because CM Punk is champion now. Right. No, that's what I think as well. But one thing I will say, I think CM Punk should win. I think CM Punk will win. And I tell you all why I think that is the case. 
And I tell you all about it in this episode by clicking the thumbnail on the screen. We'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Psychobabble. Babble.